0: Today, we're talking about a controversial subject, Inspiration Post. To share or
1: not to share? That is the question. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business, Tightly Fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey
0: there, and welcome to the Monday Marketing Mini Potty. I am your host, the Grand High Poobah, Darla Jethro Powell, and I am joined by the soulless ginger, Natalie Ann Graff, a.k.a. the nag
1: and the giraffe.
0: Natalie. How the hell are you?
1: Well, first of all, it's not a mini potty. It would be a mini sewed. So let's get that corrected. Right I was away. hoping I could sneak that by you today. No. So <laughs> this topic today that we're going to discuss is definitely controversial, right? It's very
0: divisive. Divisive, Jerry Cerruti. I think divisive is correct, actually. I don't could be a- wrong. Don't ask me. Who knows? I, I don't know. These I read things. more than I speak. So, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that, happens. The, that's that. So today we're talking about inspirational posts from other interior designers. Should you be sharing them or should you not? And we're not here today to tell you, yes, you should be sharing them. Because let's face it, a lot of you guys out there are dead set against it, like with vitriol and vigor. (laughs) And it's, it's a super, super triggering topic. So I'm here today to tell you just some of the pros and some of the cons about doing so and how to do it the right way should you decide to move forward. So first of all, let's talk about the cons of sharing inspirational posts, the cons in the community. And that is, if you're sharing inspirational posts from other designers, you're not necessarily showcasing your work and what you bring to the table personally, because you're sharing other designers work and you might be giving them credit over you the second con and this is this is legit and this is a reason why you have to do it correctly which we'll get into in the second half of the show is that you don't want people to think that the inspirational post that you're sharing is actually your work you have to put in the caption the, all the props to the original designer. And sometimes people don't see that and they think it's yours anyway.
1: Yeah. And again, make sure you don't share something that doesn't align with what you like. Because if the mistake does get made that that is your work, you can correct them and say, I'm sorry, that's not my work. This is so and so's work. He does a beautiful job, or he or she. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I designed somewhat similar to him. You know, no two designers are alike. That's definitely for sure. But at least, pick something if you're going to share it mm-hmm. that aligns with you and your brand and something that gives you the inspiration. And another con to sharing another designer's work is
0: that they could take a job from you. You know, your followers might like their work more than yours and, and hire them. So some common sense is if you're in Miami, Florida, like Darla Powell Palantir, is maybe don't share someone in your direct field of competition. <laughs> you know, you might want to use that, but that these are all valid arguments. These are all things that designers have expressed. And I get it. If you're a seasoned designer with a lot of work, a huge portfolio, and you don't need to share or don't want to share other designers' inspirational posts on your social, hey, guess what? Don't share it. Don't do it. You don't need to do it. You don't have to do it. But here's where it gets tricky, right? If you're a a newbie designer, If you're just entering the field and you are, especially now with the COVID thing, you haven't done photo shoots and you're dying for some content, you know, we can share inspirational posts. I'm going to tell you how you can do it, the pros of doing it. And at the end of this episode, decide. If you're dead set against it, we're not going to change your mind. I get that. But I just want to tell you our thoughts and why people do it. And I have a real shocker for you at the end that I want you to hear and just put it in your little hat and think about it going forward. Natalie Andrioff. Yes, Jethro. You know, a lot of wingnuts have been coming to me asking us about the SEO audit for their website. And you know, now with everything being kind of slow, it's a great time to dive in and check out and see if your website's healthy. But you are the go-to for that.
1: I am. Tell me all about it. All about it. Well, we're going to dive into your website and take a good look at your site performance. We're going to check about the crawlability. Is there any broken links? The site structure? Non-crawlability content? Your site map? We're going to look at metadata, the navigation structure, description, title, media. Are you
0: overwhelmed? I'm overwhelmed. This is
1: all way over my head. That's why we do it for you. Oh, so you guys are going to take that all off my plate. Absolutely. We're going to do on-page SEO for length, keywords, make sure that you have your headers, make sure that the mobile audit that's so important I know that when people are looking someone up everybody's on their phone looking things up yeah. and if your site does not load within two seconds you lose them. Oh, wow. You know, the It has true. to load within two seconds. Mobile is so, so important. It is. So, you know, backlink audit, brand mentions, and a detailed list of the recommendations of what we think you guys need to do to fix your website.
0: Yeah. So it's a complete audit, really, with just a breakdown of everything that you need to improve with your website. Here's how to go about improving it. And if you guys decide you want to have us implement that, we can also hook
1: you up with that situation right there, Natalie. So tell them where to go to find out more. Go to wingmasocial.com slash services. Or give us a call at one wingnut Sounds like a plan, Stan. I like it.
0: Here's the top reasons to share inspirational posts. Besides the fact that you need content to get that marketing engine going, is number one, they just perform much better. I mean, we could say this 150,000 times. The metrics on them are just much better. They usually perform three times better than your post organically. And they win, win you goodwill. People love it 99% of the time when you share their work with proper credit, proper photography credit, and, you know, make the caption about them. They love it because it's kind of a mutually
1: parasitic relationship. <laughs> I know. I know that anytime anybody shares anything that Darla posts, that a photo shoot that we've done, Darla's just like, oh my gosh, that person shared my photo. Oh my gosh, they liked it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's... It's flattering, I would say. It's hugely flattering. If it's done correctly. If it's done correctly, yeah. I, and I've had people share my work without credit,
0: and it's annoying, and it's maddening, and I've sent them a little DM, hey, could you tag me in that? But if they don't, you know, you know, it's a sincerest form of flattery, I'm not going to get bent about it. It is it is what it is. It doesn't happen often, but I mean, especially since we're newbie designers, we don't have a huge portfolio ourselves, but it does happen. The, the number third pro about sharing inspirational posts is it allows you to better show your design aesthetic especially if you don't have that material yourself and what sort of designs you like or inspired by. It just gives you a fleshed out aesthetic by showing projects that maybe you or your firm haven't had the budget or opportunity to do, but would like to do. It's very aspirational. So it more fully represents, you know, your brand as long as you're incredibly selective and only choose images that like Natalie said align with
1: it also gives you access to a little better photography so if you don't have that beefy portfolio you're just starting out and you're just new and you you didn't have the budget to spend to have some really good photography and you were mm-hmm. only able to grab a few iPhone shots or, or someone hooked you up with with some room shots and maybe it was a real estate photographer that doesn't necessarily niche into interior design but they came and, and hooked you up you know It gives you that opportunity to take some better, well-crafted, well-thought-out photos that you can share and be like oh my gosh look what this designer did this is so beautiful and name them and then ask them for the photographer and if you really want permission dm the designer hey i love this picture i really want to share this picture do you mind and who took the picture so i can give that credit as well i'm glad you ended on that because this is into the
0: third segment here is that yes there is a proper way to do this for example at wingnut social we have the hashtag wow wingnut And people will use that hashtag in their post, knowing that if they use it, we'll find it. And if we like it, we will share that. And it's actually motivational to them because they're the ones that get it and that know, hey, listen, I want this other designer. I want these people to share my work because I know it's going to help me grow my following, my brand, and get me more clients in real life. In your caption, write about that designer and how this aspirational design inspires you in your work and how you admire them. You you do have to do that. And I understand like I said before that it is the small print and people do have to read it and that that was a caveat I said before if that if that does bother you then don't do it. And also you you don't want to make them all inspirational posts. You want to be able to mix them in. You still do want to post your work and as much of your original stuff as you can. In fact, rule of thumb is if you're a veteran designer and you don't mind sharing other inspo posts keep it to 15 or 20% of your four to five weekly posts. If you're a newbie designer, it's going to be more like 50 to 60%, right? So the hair is the shocker <laughs> that I kind of promised. You. And, the, and I had a little light bulb moment this morning. So huge brands, huge designers that some of us out there aspire to be like when we grow up, like Kelly Wurstler or Emily Henderson or Amber Lewis. They're not doing their own social media right now, right? They have very educated marketing teams that know about social media and they know what gets them traction and they know what helps to make them a huge brand. And I just want to leave you with this thought. Whenever my interior design firm, Darla Powell Interiors, shares a work by Kelly Worsler or Emily Henderson or Amber Lewis at L, you know, with others, their team, DM me hearts. Thank you for sharing. Because we do it correctly and we do it with full attribution. They're not DMing me saying, how dare you share my work? So take that for what it's worth. Give that some thought and just think about that going forward in deciding, should I or should I not share inspo posts? And I just wanted to pop in today and do this little quick mini-sode and give you that two cents. Again, I realize that if you're dead set against it, I'm not changing your mind. I just want to tell you where we're at with Wingnut Social. So if you like us, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, it's called now, or whatever the hell you're listening to this on. Follow us on social at wingnutsocial, what the hell, follow at Darla Powell Interiors, that'd be awesome, and give us a call. 1-877-WINGNUT if you need any help with marketing for your interior design firm. And I think that's it for today, Nat. Got anything else?
1: Just the fact that, don't forget, we are going to have a webinar on June 25th with Darla Powell and our director, Shana Hindersy, at 1 o'clock. And you can sign up, go on over to our website and sign up, RSVP. And if you guys show up, that'd be great. And I think that's the last thing that you forgot, Darla.
0: I did forget that. Wingnutsocial.com slash podcast. All that information will be in the show notes. We'd love to see you there.
1: Just go with it, or I'm going right. to get really irritated. I'm already halfway.
0: Take a deep breath. We're recording, by the way. <sighs> a lot of you guys out there are—you have, you know, your mm, number three, a pro for. Hey, listen, I want this. Other people, I and that that wait, what else? There was another thought. What am I forgetting? I had a little light bulb moment this morning. So how do I want to say this? Good boy, Mango.